Who? 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 The Arkansas Razorbacks are advancing to the Elite Eight after a victory over Gonzaga. Let's break it down and let's talk about it. This is the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. So head over to betonline.net where the game starts. I know that the time zone is all screwed up from where we're at here in San Francisco to where you're at in Arkansas. I get it but I couldn't go any longer without doing a podcast about this. And folks, it's, it's incredible. Like I am on a full adrenaline. I'm pumped. I'm excited. I mean, if my nipples are any harder, my clothes would explode. I'm ready to fight because the Razorbacks are moving on to the elite after beating the number one overall seed, the number one team in the country, the Gonzaga Bulldogs, 74, 68 hogs advance. I am just, I am just trying to process in my mind of how it happened. How did we get to the point? How were we able to see the almost unthinkable happen where so many people were counting out the Razorbacks? So many people were saying that Arkansas didn't have a chance to win. And I'll even be one of those that felt like, as I said on the podcast, even just yesterday, why I believe they can win. I even said it on my radio show. I'm like, it's going to be a game. It's going to be an effort. It's going to take like next level playing, and Arkansas delivered that in spades. The defensive performance that Arkansas had, they just continue to impress me. The the whole moniker that they have of respect everyone but fear no one, it was no more true than in this Gonzaga game where they respected Gonzaga. They respected Gonzaga as a, a number one team, as a team of people picked to win a national championship, maybe make the final four. They respected them, but they also did not fear them. There was nothing about Gonzaga that really Arkansas hadn't seen before or didn't feel good about or really didn't, you know, have just felt like they were out of their element. That was never the case. Uh, The entire time, you could tell Arkansas was ready to play. Like, they, they didn't have any... Ooh, the lights are too big for us, or oh, this team's too good for us, or oh man, Chef Holmgren, like look at this guy. There was never that. All it was was just pure will, pure know-how, pure adrenaline to go out and perform at the highest level possible to continue on and win in the NCAA tournament. And they're the ones advancing, not Gonzaga. The the performance, which we'll get down into individual performances here in a second, but. The, the game plan, the defensive execution, the, the just from beginning to end, the way that this team continues to impress me and so many others of how they just go out there and they give it their all and they, they just do all the little things right and they do enough to throw other teams out of their game. The fact that they're able to continue to do that and to do it in a way that is just it's it's almost just so much fun to watch. 
even though, as Musk says, it may not be aesthetically pleasing from the offensive standpoint all the time, the fact that this team is willing to fight, willing to die to try to go out there and just perform at the level that they are is is just it's it's almost like makes you into one of your favorite teams. And this team's going back to the Elite Eight for the second year in a row. The first time that Arkansas has gone to back-to-back Elite Eight since 94-95. And we have to start actually having the conversation that the Razorbacks can win a national title. Now, I know that they have to win three more games, three more wins. They have to get those to even get to that point. I get it. <clears throat> totally understand it. I also understand that, you know, they're going to have a tough task in front of them, which, you know, depending on when you get done with this podcast right now, the Duke Texas tech games going on uh, 56, 55. So we're going to see who ends up winning that game and who Arkansas will face on Saturday. So we got to wait until that and see how that goes down too. But at the end of the day, the fact that this team has made it to the elite eight by beating the number one overall seed in Gonzaga, who are you afraid of? Who left on in this March madness and in this tournament, who do you see that makes you scared? Who do you see that you think you cannot beat? There should be no one left in this field that gives you any sort of fear. In fact, I would even make the argument that most other teams probably fearing you. Because it's not that you have some offensive playmaker that is able to go out and do for 30 every night. It's not like you have some bona fide NBA lottery pick that just seems unstoppable and so much more skilled than everybody else. It's not that you just have this, you know, wonderful like game plan and veteran seniors that just seems like it's so difficult to play uh, in, in so many different ways. It's like not like that. What you have though is a team that defensively and physically can wear you down, can frustrate you, can annoy you, and that no one have an answer for. They don't know how to handle you. You can't mimic that in practice. You can't mimic that physicality. You can't scout that. Like you just can't have that sort of outlook of what this team has done and what they continue to do. Like you can't mimic that in any regard. And so the fact that this team continues to do this at a high level and no one's figuring out how to, the recipe, how, I mean, how do you beat Arkansas? How do you beat that defense? You can't. You don't know. I mean, you just, you can't. Now, you can get hot from shooting at some point in time. You can hit some threes here and there. But at the end of the day, you can't beat this team without your offense hitting shots at a high level. And when you're going to hit shots, they're going to be guarded. They're going to be ones that are really difficult to shoot. And so I don't want to call it luck, but you got to have some of that luck on your side when a lot of your shots need to go in. That's the only way you can beat Arkansas. So that's it. That's the only way you can beat them. And so far, no team in this tournament has been able to figure that out. I just, it's incredible. It's incredible to see what this team continues to do every single game. And, you know, everyone was talking about, oh, well, they beat, you know, Vermont, a 14 seed. Ooh, they beat New Mexico State, a 12 seed. Okay, well, they just beat the number one overall freaking seed. So shut up. What do you got now? What's the narrative now? What are people going to say? There's nothing to say. This team made back-to-back Elite Eights. No other team in the SEC has done that. You're one of the final eight teams in the country, and you have a great opportunity to make it to your first Final Four since 1995. You have that opportunity in front of you. 
You are a team that is good enough to win a national championship. You prove that tonight on the biggest stage against the best team. You prove tonight that you can win a national championship. Now it's up to you to go out and do it. You're good enough to do it, but will you do it? I guess we'll have to wait and see how it all goes down. We'll talk about that and a lot more here in just a second. But first, uh, hey, bracket's probably busted, especially after, you know, Gonzaga losing or maybe in Arkansas going all the way. Either way, it's what everybody else has right now. But we believe in second chances, and so do our friends that run your pool. Round up your friends who pick Baylor and Kentucky or any of these other high seeds like Gonzaga or whatever at a Sweet 16 pool at runyourpool.com slash locked on. Along with Sweet 16 brackets, Run Your Pool offers square pools. Yes, like the Super Bowl. And to keep things interesting every week of the tournament, brackets bust. That's not, I mean, it's still fun because it's like you have to stop. Or most of the time you have to stop, but not in this case, because they have options to edit scoring. So they offer more intel for your picks and all the stuff that media bracket sites wouldn't really offer you air as well. Clearly, we believe in Run Your Pool because we run Survivor and bracket contest there this year ourselves. So start your second chances with Sweet 16 Pool at runyourpool.com slash locked on. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on. We also are brought to you by Stat Hero. And I know that you're probably upset still with your brackets being busted and how frustrating that must be. But never to worry. Stat Hero can also help you out as well, where it can do NCAA single game pickums that pits the star players against each other, an amazing hybrid of fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage, resulting in their gamers winning four times more often. Why? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you're going up against. In addition to the Pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take on head-to-head, and it's the easiest and fastest way to get your sport action fixed. It's literally what Daily Fantasy was meant to be. So sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on. You are locked on Razorbacks. Your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, so continuing on our conversation about Arkansas Beach, defeating Gonzaga and uh, advancing into the Elite Eight back-to-back years. God bless. This is so much fun. I'm so happy to be here. Thank And a uh, shout-out to 1037 The Buzz for, for making it possible and me to be able to come here. I, like work for the best company, best radio station. And uh, really appreciate them being able to, to let me come out here once again and to witness this in person. But, uh, you know, as far as individual uh, players go, I got to give a huge shout-out to – Trey Wade and you know a guy that nobody ever talks about and and I'm one of them like no Tay gets a lot of the praise he played really good in this game uh Jalen Williams played really good too he gets a lot of praise Stanley Mude gets a lot of praise you know people talk about him people talk about talk about Devo Davis whenever he uh plays at a high level too Adis Tony we know I'm a huge Adis Tony the biggest Adis Tony fan there is like there's nobody bigger than me I feel like talking like Donald Trump but um I'm a huge Tony fan but Trey Wade is kind of like the unsung hero, and at least he was tonight. 15 points for him. He goes 6 of 10 from the field, 3 of 4 from three-point land, finishes with seven rebounds, gets an assist and two steals, and is really hitting some big-time shots um, really late in the game, too. <coughs> so, like, I, I just can't say enough about him. And he's a guy that, you know, he does not like he's going out there and just doubles up all the points and gets all that, that big-time uh, 
numbers and everything like that. He's just he was just really going out there and letting the game come to him. And I don't think Gonzaga really planned for him or prepared for him. He's like, it's Trey Wade. He averages three points a game. He's getting like, you know, 17 minutes a game, if that. And, you know, they were focused on Note, focused on Williams, focused on the Mude. And then before you know it, it's like, well, Trey Wade's out here getting buckets. And, you know, where do they go from there? I was like, what the crap? Who's this guy? So I think it really threw him in a whole loop. And they were just, they were, they were shocked by it as well. And without Trey Wade and his performance, you don't win this game. So a huge shout out to him and the, the game that he had, and as, as well as, of course, uh, you know JD Note, who you know if, if you're going to look at his numbers specifically, uh, he goes nine of twenty nine, but he did get twenty one points in this game, had six rebounds, six assists, as well as um, <laughs> three steals and two blocks. He did have five turnovers, that was too many, but still just balled out. And just like he always does, and everyone's like, hey, I love what Mutt said, by the way, when, uh, you know, it was basically like, oh, well, you know, J.D. took 29 shots and only made nine. You know, he missed 20 shots. I, you know, what do you feel about that? And he goes, honestly, I would have been fine with it if he took 10 more because I have that much confidence in him that the next one's going to go in. And I love that response from Musk because it's like, even though we may get frustrated or we may talk about how terrible it is or like, you know, hey, this is not good basketball, whatever it may be, we're still like, hey. This is their guy, and this is who they're going to run with, and they're still going to feel good about it too. So the fact that he has that trust in them was big. Uh, Jalen Williams, uh, you know, being able to do those big things too and get another double-double. And his rebound, especially in the first half, was just boom. It was big time. That was big time rebounding. I think he had eight rebounds in the first half. So, like, those are the things that just separate you uh, as a team and, and some of the great individual performances and the fact that you were doing it against great teams like Gonzaga and – and being like that, it's just, you know, it, it's just amazing. And I, I know I keep using those terms and I keep talking about it, but that's really all I can say. It's amazing. It, this team is amazing. This team continues to find ways to win, even though logic suggests that they shouldn't. Like logic suggests that it's like, well, this team should should be beaten. This team should be down. This team shouldn't be advancing. How are they doing this? It must be some sort of you know external factor in it. No, they just play hard. They just play hard. They play smart. And they're a really frustrating team to go up against. So keep winning, Hogs. Keep it going. And hopefully they continue to have big-time performances by these guys as well. Because if they do that, whew, this next game is going to be fun. And we'll see who ends up winning this one as well. I uh, got to tell you about Built Bar. It's that time of year where pretty much everyone's given up on their New Year's resolutions. And, you know, you're trying to try and still eat healthy. And it's really difficult to do. And I understand that. It sucks. But luckily, Built Bar can help you get back into that, especially with the way that they have different flavors to choose from. And also, it's got 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories. It's fast, it's convenient, it's covered in 100% chocolate. It doesn't seem real that it could be that healthy for you, but also tastes that great. And the best thing about it is by listening to this podcast right now, you can get a great deal on it. If you go to build.com, use promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your next order. It's as simple as that. Just go to build.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your next order. Get it done. Check it out. Let's see how it goes. I know you won't be disappointed because I use it all the time. Again, go to build.com, promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your next order. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment of the Lockdown Razor Rex podcast. Uh, I wanted to talk about this because this was something that was really uh, bugging me. But apparently uh, Mark Few said during halftime, and I'm sure a lot of you who are watching the game probably saw this, 
you told Tracy Wolfson that he, he something about Jalen Williams being a professional flopper. And, you know, there was no audio of that, but that's what I heard from the people on the, who were watching the broadcast. And I, I heard that. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, that's seriously what he's going to go with? Like, and I get it. Like, we've talked about it. Jalen Williams is a charge taker. And yes, Jalen Williams can sometimes get away with it. Uh, with a, maybe a borderline blocker charge, he gets the call. Like, we, we know that. But to, like, just sum him up as a player, just be like, oh, well, he's a professional flopper. I think that's extremely disrespectful to Jalen Williams. And I really wish, if I hadn't had to do my post-game show on 103.7 The Buzz, I wish I could have been in the press conference there uh, when Mark Few got up there because I would have been like, <clears throat> so you called Jalen Williams a professional flopper at halftime. You still believe that? That's, that's, that's still what you're going to call him, or would you think that he would probably be some other player? As I suddenly swig my Coke Zero. Like, I, I just – I thought that that was really dumb. And, I like, I even tweeted it, and then Jalen Williams quote tweeted it, so you know he heard about it. And, yeah, I know, again, I, I respect Mark Few. He's a great coach, but I just thought that that was really lame. And in the heat of a moment and in a game like that, it's like you, the Gonzaga coach, is talking about being a professional flopper? Like, man, I saw some of your guys doing some flopping too, and I've seen them do some flopping all season long. I think almost every team has at some point in time beat guys that flop or guys that attempt to flop a professional flopper. Yeah. Okay, Mark. Well, here's the thing. That professional flopper is moving on to the elite eight and you're going home. So maybe, uh, maybe your team should do a little bit more flopping if that's what it means to actually win the game and advance into the NCAA tournament, which you know, you've done a good job here and there, but you still struggle to win that big game and win the national championship. Hmm. Hate to see it. Hate to see it, Mark. Keep it up, Jalen Williams. We're all rooting for you here in Arkansas. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns you may have. And we're going to keep it going from there. we got another great podcast coming up tomorrow. We're going to have it uh, live from here in San Francisco. So we're going to talk about the next matchup and all that fun stuff, too. So be sure to check it out also on YouTube and subscribe there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you.